You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to special programming sponsored by Making Moves Life Coaching Services. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Good morning, Las Vegas. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. Wes, the producer, the director, the engineer, can you believe it is September? This is our last show for this month, and then we're going into the last quarter of the year. Wow, how time flies. (laughs) Yes, our last show in September, ladies and gentlemen. As always, I'll start out with a few... uh, Announcements one certainly want to recognize and exalt want to recognize and acknowledge Wendy Ennis and her family on the loss of her mother Brenda uh, Harris, Miss Brenda Harris. She was a super nice lady, and uh, they just recently had her service over at St. James Catholic Church. Uh, I trust that God was pleased with the work that she did while here on this Mother Earth. Uh, next month, I know they'll be having a membership drive for uh, KNUV uh, 91.5 Jazz and more. So I hope to participate maybe with Miss Carlea as you come in and help to, to raise funds for this great organization. So, Dr. Ridley, I'll be doing some work for you, sir. Um, another announcement I'd like to make is that uh, from the Washington side, uh some of my kin folks, we lost uh, their sister, Cookie. Uh, the, in fact, the last time I saw Cookie was at uh, Chief Albert's restaurant, Darla's, uh, just a few months ago. So she recently passed away, and I trust that information will be coming out soon on her funeral services. And then I learned from a text I, I received from my Aunt Magnolia as I was traveling here to the radio station that we lost, uh, and certainly want to acknowledge and condolences to the McDowell family on the loss of Carrie. And Carrie was um, a cousin uh, that I've known for many, many years, been here in Las Vegas, so she recently transitioned. So, again, condolences to the family. Birthdays, uh, as we transition out of September, Steve Stowers, local businessman, longtime friend of Marsha and I, uh, Steve is a, a good man, has several businesses that he that he run here in our community. Vivian Washington just recently had a birthday. And on the national or international level, Miss Winnie Mandela's birthday. But she uh, she's an ancestor now. Another ancestor whose birthday was this month is Wally Jones, my, my wife, Marsha's sister. So, again, uh, acknowledge those folks and... Uh, want to pass on to their families because we know that when people pass away, generally they're thought about and talked about in many different ways. So 
Uh, condolences to all. I had hoped to have a, a longtime friend, colleague. Uh, we sit on Metro's Metropolitan uh, Cultural Committee together, Mr. Mario. And uh, I know he's got a lot going on. He's getting ready to open up his new store. And we certainly want to uh, congratulate him on that because Mario has been a businessman for a long time in our community, well-respected. He does a lot of things for for folks in the community. So kudos to you, Mario, and hopefully we, uh, we still have a place for you here on uh, Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and more. Hope to get you on soon. Also today, later today, there'll be a parade on over in West on the West Side uh, commemorating the 100 year of the West Side School. So uh, congratulations to those folks who are putting that on and certainly wish them well. And I trust that there will be a, a good turnout. I can recall the first parade that I can recall participating in was the Martin Luther King Committee that Wendell Williams put on. We had about 10, 12 entries in the parade, and I trust that this parade will be a lot bigger. So great success is, is wished and prayed for for those folks with that particular gathering. Uh, also, the Black Achievement Fund, which I'm a member of, they're in the process of developing a fundraiser. I don't know all the details to that, but they're meeting right as I'm uh, doing the show. So uh, best best wishes always to them. Then I want to talk a little bit about, excuse me, my family. You know, Marsha and Amber, they, they went to Dubai for her 70th birthday, and she just kept harping on me. When am I going to have or when are you guys going to put on my 70th birthday party? Well, we did it just a couple Fridays ago, and I can tell you that uh, we all, from the youngest to the older ones, we paid for because we had a great, great time. Um, and Amber put together the theme. It was uh, well, all of the girls, I, I would imagine, Angel, Amber, April, and Ray Ray, of course, our son. He probably just showed up. But anyway, we had a great time, and um, it was a, a 70, 70, 1970s-type theme, you know, doing the, the heyday of uh, Soul Train. So we had Soul Train line. Uh, Ronnie O uh, uh, did the spinning of the records, and he took us back. So thank you again, Ronnie O. Uh, Angel, our middle daughter, she did a poem that was well-received by folks, and April did the centerpieces. They were uh, tea cakes, believe it or not, which is her expertise and her, her passion, along with her doing the... Uh, the the I, I always draw a blank for some reason, but look back program where she has the visors that uh, encourage people to look back and don't leave the children in the vehicles, whether it's summer or winter, because it's not a good thing. And uh, again, back to uh, our son Ray Ray and his wife Erin, and they had Nala, that baby girl, and she had herself a good time running around. Oh, and I must say that Amira, Amira had a great time as well as she was skating and dancing and, and then she complained and she's only like eight, nine years old, I think. And uh, one thing about it, when you do some stuff that you haven't done at all or in a while, 
the body will talk to you. Once again, this is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz. Good morning once again. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and more. I'm excited to have my uh, next guest on, or the first guest, in fact, for for the show today because I was unable to, to connect with Mario, who would have been on first, but I know he's busy, as I had mentioned, getting his new store prepared for opening. So with that, now, my second guest is here. He... Uh, is going to be on call today versus being in the studio, and that's Mr. Jabali Smith, tournament chair of Valley View Golf Club. How you doing, Jabali? I'm doing wonderful, Dave. How are you? I'm all right, man. All right. I'm glad you were able to make it because I know you're a hard-working man, and, and I, know, I, I can only imagine how much practice you may be doing because you're still <laughs> so very good. <laughs> so where are you from, Jabali? Uh, born in born and raised Las Vegas, Nevada. Born and raised in right here in the valley. So, where'd you go to school at? Elementary and high school. Elementary was Myrtle Tate Elementary, mm-hmm. and high school I graduated from Western High School in two thousand two. Western High School, all right, up there where old Frank Hawkins graduated from. Cool. Yes, I sir. think I think Andre Rhodes went up at went to Western. I think all them football players, and then you come out as a golfer. So um, <laughs> how how long have you been golfing and how long have you been a member of Valley View Golf Club? Um, well, I've been around Valley View Golf Club since I was six years old. I'm 39 mm. now. Um, my stepfather, Johnny Griffin, introduced me. And I've been playing ever since I had that first club in my hand. Oh, wow. It's been my passion. Wow, that is great. So you were five, six, seven years old? Yes, uh, six years old, the summer of... Uh, what was that? Nineteen ninety. Mm, man. Yeah. So what? I know that there's things that inspire or or people get passionate about, and obviously golf is 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 one of yours. So what 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 drove you there? In your in your opinion, your. Well, I've I've always been competitive, and golf was the hardest sport I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Um, I swung at that ball and missed it, <laughs> and I didn't like that. And I wanted to to make my stepfather proud, so right. if he liked golf, that kind of gave me that that extra uh, incentive mm-hmm. to put in the work and play. And um, after a couple years, man, it just the feeling of uh, putting together eighteen good holes mm-hmm. and, and battling um, yourself because that's the only person you got out there, and yeah. it brings me a lot of joy. I heard that. Well, I know that uh, watching you play and having played with you. I, I know it's all about technique because I think I'm five eight. You must be five six five seven, and, and you know I watch you hit the ball, and, and, and I remember many times where Gene Campbell and I and some others go, "Wow, man!" You know it's technique because he's not a real big guy uh, to our listening audience, but he can pound that ball. And I also recall playing with you one time out at uh, uh, Durango Hills, and and I think it's. 18, either 9 or 18 anyway, you, man, you hit the ball over 200 and something, almost 300 yards onto the green. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> who can who can stop this youngster? Who can? So did you did you play golf in, at all in, in high school? Yes, I, I played golf in high school, but golf wasn't popular, so I was really the only 
golfer on the golf team. Mm. We had a, a golf team of six, mm. but the other five players would just have their father's golf clubs in the garage. <laughs> so we weren't very good as a team, uh-huh. but um, I, I made um, state and, and local qualifying tournaments as a individual golfer. Okay. So beyond that, you didn't, you didn't pursue anything with college. I know Gene Campbell's son, uh, he came through Valley View's junior prog- program and he went on to uh, college down in Texas. Uh, man, it's something. Was it Southern? No, it was uh, down in Houston, uh, right outside of Houston. Oh, man, well, I, I'll think of it in a minute. But anyway, he got a, 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 a golf scholarship and he went to school down there and played golf. I know that this. I had a couple of golf scholarships. I I, I didn't pursue them. Mm. Um, <laughs> now knowing, I guess uh, hindsight, I wish I would have taken them. But no, I I got out of high school and and went and got a trade. Mm. Went into the the labor's union mm-hmm. in two thousand three, and I worked that till two thousand eight, and then uh, kind of recession hit, and I tried to change the uh, um, career path, and now I'm a machinist. Mm. That's that's pretty unusual for young black Americans to be in that industry, particularly coming out of Las Vegas area, I would say, because I think back east we probably got more uh, uh, people of African descent that that may be in in that particular trade. But that's interesting. And, um, you know, sometimes uh, everybody don't want to go to college. I tell people all the time, some do and some don't. But just to watch you play, and I know that you obviously put a lot of time and effort into that. Now, you have a particular role with the Valley View Golf Club. Tell yes, us about I'm the, this is my first full year of tournament coordinator mm-hmm. through Valley View. So my role is to, um, I guess, book and prepare certain golf courses for our weekly play. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of set up um, uh, special tournaments that we have coming up in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Maybe three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. We have our annual tournament, mm-hmm. and um, this is my first full year. I'm still kind of ironing out the the wrinkles, but I enjoy it. Um, again, like you played with me, mm-hmm. I enjoy golf. I enjoy golfers. The camaraderie we have on the golf course, I think, is second to none. Um, just the the passion that other people have on the golf course. It, I guess it doesn't stay on the golf course. Um, I have a, a owner of the company that I work for. He's mm-hmm. a golfer. Mm-hmm. We talk throughout the day about golf grips or what we see on TV, <laughs> the Ryder Cup coming up. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then when other people hear that I play golf, they always ask a lot of questions. <laughs> so golf has brought me a long way. You know, I, I recall uh, Lee Daniel because I had him to give me a few few pointers several times, and he used to tell me, stop trying to hit the ball. Swing through the ball. What are you doing, Washington? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I remember Junior Bell's dad said to me one time, because I joined right after I retired, and we were playing up at Muni, and I'm in a hurry because I play fast. He said, Washington, I thought you was retired. Uh, why are you playing Why are you playing so fast? And uh, our deceased friend uh, James Walker used to say to, to all of us in our group that, you know what, you guys probably could play better if you slow. We all would probably play a little bit better if we slowed down because we, we move quick, man. But I love the game. The only thing that still uh, gets in my head is the time that you have to spend out there. We played Sunday at Durango Hills, and you yeah. know, that's an executive course, par 58. We got done in, a, in, in 
less than three hours. It was it was uh, we, we were foursome, but no one was in front of us. So we, you know, in in most of the times we got in the fairway. One thing I've learned about this game too, and I know you know it well. If you stay in the fairway, more than likely you'll have a, a good shot at shooting a good round. But if you get out yeah. in the junk here, there, and everywhere, it's going to be ugly. Going to be ugly. So you're yes, you're, you're still excited about the game now? How about children? You got children? Do any of them play at all? Yes. Well, I've I've had all, I've got five children. Mm-hmm. I've brought all five uh, to the golf course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that this game isn't for everyone. That's um, true. Um, so their attention span isn't what it should be out there. So mm-hmm. they all come out and they'll putt and they'll chip, but they don't have the passion right. like I do. Mm-hmm. Um, in the summer, my stepdad would drop me off at 6 a.m. I would go into the golf course at Las Vegas Golf Club mm-hmm. with the workers, right? and I would leave with the workers. Wow. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner <laughs> from June to August with at the golf course. And I didn't want to do anything but play golf. Mm-hmm. I had another friend named James Payton, mm-hmm. and we would do that maybe five, six summers. So I put in a lot of work, a lot of practice. Mm-hmm. And again, I still think about it. I'll, I'll lay there and think about how I'm going to play on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> so it keeps a smile on my face. Oh, yeah. No, you, you, you play it well, and that's a, that's a good thing. So you got a special event coming up. Uh, tell our little listening audience a little bit about that. Okay. On um, August 21st, at a golf club called Painted Desert. We have a Ryder Cup event coming up. Um, it's going to be between our club and um, a couple other local clubs in the cup. Mm. And um, um, what is it? I just forgot to tee it up. Tee it up, okay. In the cup and tee it up. And um, we welcome all guests um, from uh, single handicap to beginner golfers to come out and enjoy this day we'll have uh food prizes and a quick round of golf we won't be out there no five six hours um (laughs) we we have multiple tee boxes so the beginner beginners have a tee box that is a little closer to the green Mm -hmm. with the um uh the single digit handicappers will probably play farther back and um we're out there to make some memories so what's the what's the time frame for the for the tournament or the event? Uh, uh, well, you can pay the day of, but it's a a six thirty t uh, shotgun tea time. Mm. Shotgun means that everyone starts at the same time. Right. the The price is one hundred and twenty dollars, and that includes all the the green fee, the food, and the trophies that are going to be given out. Mm. Excellent, excellent. Unfortunately, I won't be able to be there. And I had planned to, but something come up with a. A dear friend of mine who passed away uh, late last year. He's uh, you probably remember Herschel Clayton. He was with Cosmos out of the L.A. area. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, they're honoring Herschel with uh, putting him on what's called a wall of honor at his high school that he attended in San Diego. So I've got to run down there to that too okay. because he was such a man. Herschel was one of the guys who told me, he "said Look." You're going to love this game or you're going to hate it. It won't take you long to figure it out either. <laughs> he said, and the other, thing he said, the other thing is you're going to get tired of giving people your money. So you're going to either yeah. go practice or you're just going <laughs> to give it up. He said, ain't no, ain't no in between. You're either in or you're out. And I, I, <laughs> and I have been in since, since I retired and I, and I love it. 
And like I say, the only thing, excuse me, that gets into my head is a long time frame, particularly when you get tournaments or just on a regular Saturday weekend, you get somebody playing slow, man, and my back just be saying, okay, all right, you better get it moving. You better get it moving. So I would imagine that you guys certainly want to encourage others to join uh, the organization, the Valley View Golf Club, which is the oldest um, predominantly black golf club in the state of Nevada. So uh, give us some detail on how that can be done, because I trust that we have some some veterans out there. I do know a number of them that, that do golf that aren't necessarily members of Valley View, and we certainly want to encourage them to join up. Yes, sir. So we have a, a website that is Valley View Golf nv.com mm-hmm. and that's our website that'll give you a little bit of history um about i guess where i think valley view started in 1956 mm. and um you're old enough to know what uh african americans uh dealt with here in las vegas Absolutely. and it'll let you know how um we made it to 2023 mm-hmm. with a lot of dedicated um members yeah you said 1956 1956 is when valley view started I was um, I was five years old. <laughs> no, you're five years old. Okay. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm just saying that I know there was a lot of the who's who from the community that were members of early on with the club, and it's it's continued to stay. But I know that. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I bet you are probably the youngest or one of the youngest members of the club at this stage of the of life. Yes, I am. I I started. Um I was one of the three that started the Valley View Junior Program. Mm-hmm. And then uh, once I started my family, I came back and wanted to be one of the officers. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, like I said earlier, Valley View and golf, the etiquette that it that you have to show, the mm-hmm. so the wearing the belt, the collar shirts, mm-hmm. um, the etiquette that we show each other. Um, there are no referees on there, so you have to call the penalties on yourself. That just stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And um and and going through life, I use it almost every day. Excellent. And it, and it, ma- it makes things simple. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not just to be, I guess, uh, a professional golfer to mm-hmm. come out there. We have a me and you. I think we we've, we've met. I think through golf. Right. That's right. And and th- and this is a brotherhood, and a, and a family that is unbreakable. Mm-hmm. And um. I think it, it, it shows when we were on the golf course and we're laughing, we're sitting in there. They always ask uh, <laughs> how long you played, who won the money? Cause they see all, all we do is smile. Right. Right. So that's, that, that's, that's great. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, if anyone wants to know anything about Valley view and they go to the website, it'll give an email address. And if they wanted to join or just come out and, and, uh, see how we go about our, our weekly, uh, tournaments, mm-hmm. Um, I think the email is valleyviewenvy.com mm-hmm. is our, our email, and our president will answer your email and give you any questions or any answers to the questions that you have. Excellent, excellent. And you talk about the discipline and the etiquette. I can tell you, I got two grandsons who, two of the younger ones now, they play basketball and flag football. But Chris and David, the second, they were big time baseball players, and I tried to convince them to, to come out and play some golf. In fact, the last 
golf event we had was out at uh, Aliante, and they were they were on hole three, you know, for the close to the pin. And they were excited, man. Yeah, I want to get back into it because they could hit the ball. But I used to try to get them and go, let's go hit some. Oh, no, no. And then they come out there and think you can just – this is game. This is a game, as you mentioned, is tough to, to, to corral, if you will. And they'd have the ball. They spraying it all over the place. Then they get frustrated. I told me, this is a game that you got to go put some time and effort into, because otherwise, uh, it's not going to go so well for you. And I know that there's a number of guys that I play with uh, that can hit the ball extremely long. But after that, and I won't embarrass them by calling their names. After that. Their games are raggedy. In fact, as bad as my short game is, <laughs> it's it's a little bit better than theirs. Well, uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show because I think it's, uh, again, one of the things that I believe that we got to do is, is continue to grow that club. We can't let it die on the vine because I can tell you that uh, there's a lot of young men out there that could use that discipline that, that golf will cause you to have. And it's also, I always tell people, it's a gentleman's game. Some of the rules that they have in the rule book I don't like. For example, without calling it, you're not supposed to be moving your ball and taking it. Away. Well, if it's muddy out there, man, it makes sense to just everybody should do it without calling it. It's it's wet. It's been raining, but uh, the, the, just some of the, some of the rules just they drive me crazy. But it's a gentleman's game, and and no one should be out there cheating. None of us are going pro, and and it's 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 where you go out there. You handle your business, you play well, or you don't play well. And it's a crazy up-and-down game. Some days I go play extremely well. Like Sunday, I had 10 pars, believe it or not. And I'm glad Whoa. you weren't there because I won money. I'm glad you <laughs> weren't out there because everybody be looking around. Is Jamali coming today? Is Jamali coming? <laughs> well, you, better, you better get some birdies, man, because if you don't get a birdie, Jamali's going to clean your clock. So uh, what advice <laughs> would you give a, a young person who may be interested in the game of golf? Um, patience. Mm. If you have patience, this can be a, a wonderful game. Um, it's not a game of, I guess, instant gratification. In in basketball, you know, you can lay it up mm-hmm. and the hole is bigger. Football, once you catch it, you can run and, and you feel it now. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like you said, you can hit the ball 300 yards, but if you end up behind a tree, then it was almost a, a wasted shot. I've been playing this game 33 years, and every time I play I'm trying to um, beat a previous round. So I'll never master this game, and I think I, I'm up for the challenge. Um, so, yeah, if you have some patience and you want to, I guess, um, uh, uh, compete with yourself because mm-hmm. it's just you and the golf course. If That's you can right. beat the golf course, when you have bets with anyone else, they'll just fall to the side. Right. Because if you beat the golf course, nine out of ten times you're going to beat them too. Yeah, and that's interesting that you say that because I used to go out there trying to beat somebody. And and some of you guys told me, man, you playing the golf course. That's who you got to beat. If you, could, if, you can, if you can get near that par thing, that 72, 58, whatever the par is, you got some good game going on. Because I, I, I remember, uh, I think it's either Lee or, or Mr. Bell say, what you want to do, Washington, you want to play par golf. You play par golf, you're going to be just fine. Just, yes. you know, and don't get in a hurry. Take your time. Give us your information again on how to uh, to make contact so you can, anyone who's interested out there, uh, veterans and others who are out there in our listening audience, I think it'd be a great opportunity to join the Valley View Golf Club. 
Okay. Again, our, our website is valleyviewgolfnv.com, and we also have a junior golf program. So anyone that is uh, 18 and under, we have uh, Coach Jim Hart that has some classes on Thursdays and Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's wonderful. And anyone that's over there is more than welcome to come join us um, and play and have a ball and play the best game I think that's on earth. All right. It's golf. Absolutely. And and yeah. to, to the point on Jim Hart, I think he's being acknowledged uh, – Sometime in the very near future, young man, uh, Jabali Smith, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate your, your for getting you out there, Mr. Mr. Johnny Griffin. I talked to him again. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on ninety one point five Jazz and More.